Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to episode two. Oh, yes, episode two of Edinburgh Play and Wellbeing's Funky Summer of Probably Nice Words podcast as well. Um, thank you for joining us all. Well, there's more than one today. There's actually two of us here today because I'm joined by the one and only. Now, before I introduce him, him and I have known each other for many, many years. In fact, we worked. We both worked as a waitress in the same cocktail bar, actually, um, which was, yeah, cocktail bars that, before. That, before. Much, that much is true. That much is very true. The one and only, the incomparable, Mr. Kevin McLeod. Good afternoon. How are you? I am up in, a, I was going to say sunny Glenfog, but it's not quite so. I'm in Perthshire. Um, so I'm, I'm in, I'm in the, the, the little village of Glen. Arg, where I've been spending quite a lot of time since last March, shall we say. So. Interesting. Well, funny you should say that because the whole reason for us having a little communication, which is French for communication, I believe, uh, today is to talk about what the devil we've all been doing and how we've been surviving in this time of, uh, of lockdown. So my first question to you, Kevin, is could you remember the first time you ever heard of the word... COVID-19 or coronavirus. The reason I ask this is because I always remember when I first heard about, for example, or when I was, when 9-11 happened, for example. So that's really one of the kind of major things that's been happened in the world. In my years, anyway, in the last you know, 15, 20 years, for example. So where were you? What were you doing when you first heard of coronavirus or COVID-19? It was definitely not COVID-19. It was coronavirus is what people talked about. And it, it seems to have been supplanted over the years by mm-hmm. COVID-19, rather. Um, I do remember hearing, I don't know, it's not quite the Princess Diana, uh, you know, he died, or mm-hmm. as people used to say, the Kennedy, you always remembered where Ke- you were when right, Kennedy yeah. was We're too young to remember that. Far too young, um, yeah. Um, uh, I'm not sure if I can actually pinpoint... A moment. I do remember sitting in rehearsals mm-hmm. in the village hall here in Glenfarg. We were rehearsing for a show, mm-hmm. and I remember having heard about this and the fact that it was sort of spreading. Because um, it was very much a. When I first heard about it, it was very much it was in China. That was kind of it. Yeah, you know, it was not even speculation that it would. Yeah, yeah. Move. There was people slightly saying you need to be worried about this. Nobody seemed to be taking any notice of it. But I do remember a point in rehearsals where I said, do you think this is going to affect our schedule? Should we be make, Should we be chatting about this? Mm-hmm. And um, my colleagues were like, nah, I don't think so. I think it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, so that would have been February, probably. Right. Because A year ago, exactly, almost. Yeah. Yeah, almost a year ago, exactly. Yeah. We would start discussing it in rehearsals because we we'd probably had quite an intense... We'd do a stage show, we'd do a theatre show. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a show on March the 1st. So we would have been rehearsing during the February for that. Uh, we got that film. We got that show out. We did it twice on the 1st of March and we filmed it. Thankfully, that uh, was the plan. However, that was the last show we did effectively in the theatre last year. We we were meant to have shows, I think, the 20... Oh, I can look at my year plan, it's still on the wall. Mm-hmm. We were meant to have shows on the 28th of March. Okay. And so we'd were back in rehearsals after the, the one we'd recorded, we'd recorded mm-hmm. for the second show of the year. Right. And that's when it started becoming apparent that... Mm, 
we might be having an issue here. However, what was fascinating was that it was really late in the day that that show was put. You know, I mean, right, okay. we, we locked down on the, was it the 23rd? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm guessing maybe only a couple of weeks before the 28th that show was actually put. Because cool. I think people just thought, it'll be fine don't worry and we spent most of 2020 on a month-to-month basis saying we'll be back in june we'll be back in august well maybe september okay maybe october Uh, maybe likely christmas now now this year i think we're looking at seasonal so we're thinking maybe autumn probably winter so yeah it's it's we're kind of maybe a bit more used to it now i don't know what to expect it's, it's, it's tough because I remember my initial thoughts, um, as you said, that it's, it's going to be in China, it's just found there or derived from China. So you know what, it probably won't touch, it might go as far as maybe Eastern um, Eastern Europe perhaps, and then something will happen and then a cure will be found and then that's it. I remember when it got to, when it hit Italy. Yes. And Italy, um, that was the kind of light bulb moment, I call it. Um, it hit Italy and then it hit Spain and both countries went on to major full lockdown. And I remember saying to myself, oh, Jeebus, this is it. It's going to hit us soon. And what is that going to look like? Because it was set, to me, it was almost like one of these end of days movies, you know, where you see it on movies. I watched a film last night called Greenland and it, <laughs> um, with Gerard Butler, and I was thinking, oh my word, it's, it's so similar to kind of what, you know, this is the third movie about the world ending and all this kind of jazz. But for that, for me, and for probably many other people around the globe, it's like, wow, this, this is huge. This is scary. And the frightening thing is the unknown. We're, 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 as human beings, we're, we're concerned about the unknown, what we don't understand. If we're told facts and figures, and we'll be, we'll have a, we'll have, it'll be fixed in inverted commas by May. Great. And, then, and, yeah. and even then, even when we are told facts and figures, there yeah. are certain human beings who don't even take them. But um, yes. well, exactly, exactly. And then there, there is a history recreated again. Um, well, I, think, I think we, you know, things we we treated as science fantasy. You know, in films like Contagion and you know these sort of things, we kind of, you know, went yeah, yeah, that's never going to happen. However, now after a year of this, I think we can actually look back and think, you know what, we've been really, really lucky. Yeah. You know, with the meddling as a species, we do. And yes, I know they haven't come up with a definitive reason for where or you know explanation of how. Corona, you know, this coronavirus came about, and there's yeah. coronaviruses all the time. That's the thing. There's always yeah. coronaviruses. You know, there's loads of millions of have been for how this one, you know, made the jump and was so deadly. And mm-hmm. um, I think we've been really lucky, you know, for such a long time. Now we kind of realised, you know, what we've we we've, we've really, you know, then that and yes, I know Mr. Trump tried to make play of the fact, oh, you know, where was Obama when you know SARS was on and MERS yeah. and you know, yeah. swine flu and bird flu and avian flu and Ebola and all these sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe they were contained more and they were, you know, explainable of how the jump was made. Because this one was so rapid and yeah. mutated so quickly and spread so quickly, it, it was like 28 days later or something like that. It was that. Uh, the kind birds of, kind of thing, you know. It's, it was yeah. that spread around the globe and you just thought, 
this is coming now like a like a tsunami really absolutely so, absolutely it, it was a scary moment of just like okay but even even when Boris came on telly and said well you know we're going to lockdown mm-hmm. I remember sitting going oh right and you know I did even when he said it, I think we'd all been expecting it for a few days. Yeah. But it was a really weird feeling. I took the dog out that night right. quite late on, which I do anyway. I'm, I'm, a, light, I'm a night owl anyway. And I quite often I take the dog out for a walk yeah. at one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I remember thinking that night, will I, I won't be allowed to do this anymore. I'll be allowed to take the dog out for one walk a day. Um, but it was a kind of odd, really odd feeling of when it became reality you'd watched it happen in italy you'd watched it happen yeah. in spain but when it came to pass here it was a really really weird feeling for me yeah i mean my wife who's a nurse life may more or less carried on exactly as it was before she was yeah. still going into the continuing to work yeah yeah my daughter's a nurse as well she's you know she's been at the as she calls it the covid cave over in glasgow all the way through it, you know, oh. so she, she's, she's, it's not a, you know, it's, it's, she kind of needs a day off. And, you know, on that subject, I'm pretty sure she said there's not this year, right. there's no annual leave until November. See, that, that, that kind of terrifies me because we are relying on the NHS. And I argue with anybody from overseas um, that the, 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 the NHS is one of the best services that we have in, in the UK. I had a conversation with somebody in the States a few years ago. Uh, they were talking about private health care and the, the health care that they have or Medicare or whatever it's called, or Obama, even Obamacare, which I think is great. Um, but we have an amazing, amazing NHS and we have done for many years. Um, and long may it live, but even your cat, I think, agrees with me as well. Yes, it's just we've been joined by one of the cats. Yeah. Been- um, so I think we have an amazing, amazing NHS, and to hear things, the, the staff may not get annual leave for such a long time. You know, they're not just tired; they're mentally exhausted, and that's I mean, where mental health really affects massively there as well. I can definitely see why they. Yes, the clap for the NHS was a nice idea, but that's not really what they need. And the thing, there was an odd thing. My, my it was one my daughter actually said as well. There was a thing at the start of. Well, that's quite early on. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think when it was. It was maybe getting into the summer where there was a sort of cam- a drive to buy a coffee for a, a key worker. Yes, yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And my daughter said, well, uh, thank you, but I can actually buy my own coffee. How about buying a coffee for somebody who's lost their job because yes. of this pandemic? Yeah. You know, yeah. who's out of work because they can't work because their shops are all shut or the business are all, the pubs are all closed. Yeah. She says, I'm still earning money. You know, I'm still working. Yes, thank you very much if you, you know, the thought of buying me a coffee, but I can actually buy my own coffee. Yeah, absolutely. And I thought, well, that's, that's an interesting... Yes, I can see why, you know, that sort of thing. that they, they were, yes, they were working their butts off and keeping the country going. Mm-hmm. But they were still working, you know, this, and I think we're not, we're certainly nowhere near finding out what the true long-term repercussions, not health-wise, no, work-wise and industry-wise, because the furlough is basically keeping a lot of people in stasis. And when that comes to an end, then people say, right, thanks, bye. And, yeah. you know, what's I next? Shut <laughs> to think what the unemployment is going to be like. What the actual figure is, absolutely. I mean, you've spoke about your initial thoughts with regards to, your work, your career, your professional side of things, how you guys 
kind of handled it uh, or dealt with it as, as necessary. But how did you, in your kind of own life, your private life, uh, you deal with it? I know mean, you took your dog for a walk as usual at two o'clock in the morning and also during the day as well, but did you have to adapt to anything in your kind of normal and inverted commas life? Well, I mean, for, for us, it was a shuddering, you know, children's entertainment, live children's is very far down the list of, you know, important yeah. work. So we, we had that sort of realisation of, right, how long is it? You know, we had no idea how long it was going to last. We still have no idea. Yeah. You know, we still don't know uh, how long this is going to go on. And and with the best one in the world, people say, oh, well, you know, there was talk I read yesterday that they talked about opening up entertainment event, you know, places in May. With, yeah. with the best one in the world, it's not. It's going to be with social distancing. Yeah. So it, there comes a point. Where, yes, it's fine saying you can open your theatre, but if you're working on quarter capacity, then presumably, is it worth the venue even opening its doors? They need to presumably need to make is a it financially to viable. Absolutely. So for them to just pay the bills, they're not going to pay people coming in either. You know, no. it, unless you make the tickets four times more expensive. Yeah, which people so won't pay. Work. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for the, the for me personally, um, it was that kind of slightly, you know, because I was mainly. Well, I wasn't actually. I was going to say I was here mainly on my own yeah. to begin with. My one of my daughters uh, was furloughed for a mm. wee while, right. and she was actually with staying with us at the time of lockdown. Right, right. Um, she she was in a very bus- peculiar position. She was renting a flat in Perth, but it just was in the process of buying a flat in Perth, but at that time just happened to be staying here. Right. So she suddenly had, and then was furloughed, so she suddenly had this situation where she was paying rent and a mortgage, because we didn't wow. think the flat purchase was going to go through. Right. I think two days after lockdown, the solicitor got in touch and went, that's all gone through. You can oh, pick wow. up your keys. Yeah, you can pick up your keys outside this, you know, the, the solicitor's office. They'll leave them outside for you so you right. don't have to contact anybody. And then that's your flat. So, Han, you know, my daughter was then in this situation of going, mm. oh, okay, I, 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 do I do this? Because A, I'm furloughed, so I'm on a percentage of what I'm, I'm paying rent and now I'm paying a mortgage. Yeah. So somehow in her, she basically then had to go and, move into her new flat she had to because she couldn't afford to keep the two places going um so she was here for the first few weeks of lockdown so i wasn't initially but as i said my wife was still working she's a practice nurse, so she was going into the practice um you know as as normal as normal daily yeah yeah yeah, I mean, it was there was definitely changes to begin with, and it was emergency cases, you know. So there was, you know, and uh, it took a long time for you know PPR for her stuff to come in. Of you know, course, was mainly by osmosis as well. Was kind of tech stuff and editing, video yeah. editing, and uh, computer stuff, cutting out things because we had to more or less think right. How do we keep the brand? Of fun box going uh, if we can't get into theatres. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had done stuff, you know. We'd, we'd we'd done we'd released videos or DVDs, and for us, DVDs are still a, a viable thing. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. the ancient technology now, and most people stick them out, but kids like something tangible. Kids love physical objects. They love to go to. I've got a DVD delivered. They love it. CD, CD sales. Not so good, not so much. They've okay. much more on to stream because we have people come to say, "Oh, we don't have a CD player in the car." Right. 
So a lot of that's now streaming downloads. The name in out there, so people yeah. just can't remember us. Yeah. Because as I said, we don't, we didn't know when we were going to be back on stage, and we still don't. And um, we we very rapidly thought, right, we need to do something online. Right. So before lockdown, we did a Friday live afternoon show. Now the first one was going to be the three of us and yeah, Gary and myself, mm-hmm. uh, but Gary was getting a wee bit anxious at that point about. Right traveling and you know mixing with people this okay. was just sort of coming in and it was just that thing of you know don't mean to you know yeah, yeah. Um, so he's he said on the day i'm not going to come through i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not comfortable i'm, I'm going to just okay. stay here yeah and you came through to the house she and i did a wee show from my kitchen uh and we gary phone you know we kind of had him on a phone mm-hmm. but we did it, it, we, it by god it was rough it was kind of rough um, you know, quality wise, it was yeah, just, yeah. On, just on my laptop in the kitchen, uh, straight to Facebook. Right. Uh, right. However, I haven't checked what the figures for that were. I should check how many views that's had. If memory serves, at the time, we got something like 30,000 views. Wow. That was phenomenal. It was nuts. The first one, especially, was just like, you know, because it was new. Yeah. Lockdown was the following Monday. Mm-hmm. So we 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 kind of would a slight jump ahead of it. Then it became apparent. Well, we can't be in each other's houses anymore. And mm-hmm. um, so from then on, we did it from our own houses. I think every Friday through till end of August. Really? Right? Okay. A Friday, a, a live show. Now that was a sort of process of then finding right. It was a bit patchy on on Facebook the first week. Mm-hmm. Can't. You know, there was stuff we could, you can't brand it as your own, you can't stuff. Yeah. So I, I found a, a platform called StreamYard. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, why I ended up with StreamYard rather than, we'd had Zoom as well, but with StreamYard, this is, I shouldn't be, should I be saying brand names? I don't know. Anyway, with StreamYard, you could put a screen behind it. So you could put, you could put a little, you know, branding stuff in there. Okay. So I very quickly worked out how I could, I had to do these sort of branding things myself. Mm-hmm. We do have a brilliant designer a guy called Stephen Kirkpatrick who does all, he did the logo, the fun box, he does all the posters, he does all that sort of stuff. Right. I'm sure he would have done stuff for us. Yeah. But there's quickly runs out of people doing you as a favour or the fact that we suddenly were not earning any money as a company. Quickly, probably wrong, but it worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, ways of cutting out things so we could have a, a logo at the top corner and a live at the other corner. Right. I worked out a way to do that with cutting out and Photoshop type stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All that sort of stuff I'd never done in my life before. Yes. So every week I would try and have new backdrops or new logos, slightly tweaked logos. So it was different every week. Mm-hmm. Probably created work for myself I didn't need to do. Maybe it kept me busy doing stuff that I didn't need to do, but it kept me doing stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that whole element of doing that sort of idea then as the year went on and we were figuring we're not going to be getting back into theatres for a while when things relaxed a bit and you were able to we effectively found out later we could as it was work that you couldn't effectively do from home we could have filmed together socially distant but we didn't realize this until maybe june july i think it was okay that relaxed we and sufficiently that we were able to film a show it was kind of the lost fun box show. We right, did okay. it a tour a few years back. It was meant to be a DVD. Mm-hmm. 
in the process of recording the DVD, the sound wasn't recorded, so it was okay. lost. It was never released as a DVD. Ah. We, so we the had lost this, track. It was kind of a lost show. Mm. So we had to sort of show up our sleeves, and we thought, well, we could bring that back and film that in a space socially distant mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and stick it out as a as a show as an yeah. event because yeah. the friday lives were free they were all free so you know it was just kind of to keep the, the idea bubbling yeah. away yeah. yeah 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 we did that we did that show we filmed that and we stuck that out i think we stuck that out for free as well to be honest um we started doing uh, videos of songs yeah the three of us doing our own you know, so I did a tea song that had been in a show. Right. Thought it might quite work quite well as a little video filmed in the house. So yeah, we did that yeah. one. We Anya did one about the green grass grew. Gary did one about the music man. So we did our. We started doing our own videos, which yeah. maybe came every couple of weeks. Well, I think it was week as well. So the turnout stuff to begin with is quite brisk of of stuff coming out. But this was all fairly steep learning curves of video editing, yep. photoshopping. You know, and it was nobody really telling you how to do it. You just kind of flung yourself in there and see what worked. And well, that's not working. That's not what, you know, I need that shot. And yeah. um, some of them became quite involved. I did one for the Bogey song. Right, okay, yeah. One yeah. of the greatest songs ever written. Um, uh, so there's a Bogey song. That was a lot of editing because right. I took a lot of shots. I took I did <laughs> lots, and lots of shots of that, of little close-ups of fingers going up. Yeah. Um, so there was it's all about the detail, really. Yeah, all the detail, and so there was you know, that sort of element. So there was a lot of that learning. We started a Patreon, where we had content for that coming out weekly. So there was a lot of sort of stuff we had to suddenly start doing. Yeah. Filmed wise or online wise, and you know that sort of, stuff. and it's still a learning curve. We're still talking about stuff we're hopefully going to put out in March or April. Right. Okay, that's exciting. Already. Uh, but it's just finding ways to do things differently. What we did find is it eats material. So yes, filming... and it starts your creative juices even more now. Because as you say, it kind of breeds more material. You just do you feel you've had to put more pressure on yourself and Anya and, and, and everybody else because you just have to because you're not doing that hour and a half, two hour show twice a day anymore or, or six days a week. Or... I mean, what will what we'll miss, what everyone misses that interaction and doing a live show like ours is very much dependent on the audience reaction. Absolutely, yeah. And it's yep. different, every, you know, that especially with kids, you never know what they're going to do or what they're going to say or how they're going to react. Or, yep. So, you know, sometimes the bits, you know, the, the kid who comes up on stage to help out who does their own wee party piece or whatever, you know, that's where the show comes in. That's what we've kind of missed. Yeah. The Friday live shows we did on Facebook and we still kind of do the monthly. We, you know, we tried having a thing with Funbox has got talent. So we had kids who would send in their party piece or their pilot. You know, we got a lot of disco dancers or Highland yeah, dancers, yeah. you know, singing or this sort of stuff. And it was lovely because it was the closest we could get at that point to do having audience interaction. Yeah. You know, yes, it's fine. People are able to comment along. But it's not quite the same. You know, it's yeah. not, it's certainly, you know, and you get some funny lines or whatever people send in that sort of stuff what we did do and we did two of them was outdoor gigs we did a couple of drive-in shows late summer one at our country park and one at it was it was rather grandly called glasgow but it was actually renfrew because it was (laughs) call it Um, glasgow it's fine it was was a car park next to the airport right okay Um, so we did that that was interesting because 
we were blessed with good weather both days mm-hmm. we did them. Yeah. Uh, and kids, I still, well, I don't know if they do now, but at that point, kids didn't have to socially distance. So they came and sat down at the front stage like they normally do. Um, so it was great. And it was a real sort of, it was a bit, it was the closest we've been since March last yeah. year yeah. for doing a live show. Now we've got a couple of them. Uh, what was heartbreaking in a sense was normally what we do at a live show is we go out after the show and meet and get pictures, yeah. meet, have a blather, get a picture for Facebook. And we've done it right the way through Funbox. We did yeah. it for the latterly with the singing kettle and we did it basically once Anya came in the show, we started doing it. Yeah, yeah. And it's nice because it's nice for the folks. You know, the, the, the fact that we can remember the kids' names most of the time. Yeah. Maybe shot up a foot since we last saw them, you know, that sort of stuff. What was heartbreaking, we're expecting us to come out after the show of to course. get a yeah. picture with them. And yeah. we were kind of saying, we're really, oh. you know, you have to stay there. And we could get a picture with us sort of in the background and the kids. Weaving, yeah, yeah. But for them, you know, that that's kind of what I'm really aware of as a kid's show. It's the disappointment of a show not happening or the show not being as you normally have it. That's Absolutely. been that's been hard. Um, you know, and even stuff like, you know, I can, I can fill my days doing stuff for Funbox. Is it worthwhile doing it at the moment? I don't know. I put in website dates on our website through till Christmas this year of dates we have in the diary. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't made them live on the event. They're there in yeah. draft. But I'm thinking, I don't want to put them up because we don't know if they're going to happen. And I hate yeah. the idea of disappointing kids saying, well, you said it was going to be at Edinburgh in June. Yeah. Why is it not in Edinburgh in June? You know, and it's like, it's very difficult to explain to a four-year-old this. You know, it's, it's, so one of the things we wanted to do was try and keep in touch with folks and let them know that we're still there it's different you know with you know this sort of stuff so that's been probably our biggest thing is trying just to keep something the fire burning as it were yeah just something for, but the, the to, to be perfectly realistic for a moment the other thing we do need to be aware of is that any you know it, there's very good chance that we might not be on stage till christmas this year yeah maybe by the time we're back on stage, at least 18 months will have passed since mm-hmm. our last live show. Mm-hmm. And for a show like ours, the audience in a lot of cases is quite transient. You know, if you have a, say, a stand-up comedian you like as an adult, you'll stick with them all through your adult life. Of course, for of course. But, for a kid's show, we've got quite a short time. Yeah. So, you know, until they move on to the next thing, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. So there will be kids that will have finished their time with Funbox in the time of on the, on the flip side of that as well, though, Kevin, is that, you know, there's always going to be new kitty winkles. There's always going and to be. And the product of Funbox, who I've had the pleasure of, you know, seeing is quite a few times, and I love it. Um, but I, I, I love it! And the kids love it. And the kids will continue, will continue and continue and continue to love it. Especially the kids, we spoke briefly about Kettle, the singing Kettle, you know, back in the million years ago. You know, that is just a progression of, of now now fun box and what and the kids kids from my era, um forty <clears> two <throat> still remember, you know, the, the singing kettle and they're still going to remember eighteen months down the road that the fun box are amazing and the fact is that you're keeping the keeping the fire burning, you're still keeping the, the fire burning, the, the fun box um 
fine brand burning, it's still going. Yeah, in the back of the mind, you know, and I think the Friday lives were really good for that. We definitely noticed a drop, you know, as people started going back to work and school, you know, there was de- there was definitely, you know, the, it, it kind of didn't taper off. We still do one monthly, yeah. Um, but it was, you know, it was it, it, there wasn't quite the same because people were out and about. They were getting out. There was nice weather. You know, you could spot on the days where it was a lousy day because we got viewing rig you know it's not viewers yeah. but it was viewers. yeah yeah, yeah. It essentially was yeah yeah so you know it was, it was one day friday i remember that one of the fridays we were doing it and i'd done a couple of trailers saying you know four hours to go out the it was scorching it was like being in you know or yeah, 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 just yeah. and even just to do an hour of the show in the kitchen uh you know, we think oh, it's too nice to be indoors, and you think, well, I, I'm feeling that I'm doing the show. What they're going to be like? It's you know, they'll be in the paddling pools and you know, cooling down. So absolutely, you know. I mean, I personally, <clears throat> for me, I hate not picking up a guitar for over three or four days. I've got some quite close to me just now and not being able to practice. So it's, I remember there's a period over time in, in lockdown last year. I thought, you know what? Ah, I'm done with music. I'm done with anything creative. But and then you're like, no, this is wrong. You must pick up the guitar. You must do something creative. And although you can't go to a studio and do what you want to do, let's see what we've got around you. What what can you legally do? What can you do? Well, let's pick up the guitar and try and make some noise. If it makes noise and makes sense. I mean, I think inevitably there's going to be a change. Society will change and has changed. And I think it. I think it will be long term of how things. I, I I like to think you won't take things so much for granted. And being the species we are, we will forget you know as, as we do but I, I, it's the little little things that you suddenly realize oh god i really yeah. you know just going out for a walk with the dog and being able to get a coffee mm-hmm. stop for a coffee and a slice of cake somewhere stuff simple stuff like that do you know you know that's the stuff you start missing i mean hugs you know that sort of thing just being able to have a, you know and you know in in our sort of business line of business it is quite a huggy industry mainly because you can't imagine person's name you go oh, darling how are you, oh, you give know, that, a hug. exactly yeah um, that's really weird you know that that and you realize maybe how much you do do stuff like she you know there was a, a, a some a chum of mine from the band blazing fiddles yeah um, bruce mcgregor there was a lovely little outtake they did the, the young musician of the year thing the radio scotland young musician of the year uh, for the bbc and there's a beautiful outtake, which you could probably find somewhere, of him presenting the award to the winner. Or, you know, and he, he's yeah. talked about the piece. Now, seemingly at the BBC, they have these flick out poles, like okay. telescope poles, to keep you two metres apart. Really? Almost so like a teaser. Yeah, so they have these spaces between them, so that you're right, that's your mark, don't move off that. So okay. he speaks to this winner, and then he goes, oh, well done, it was a brilliant piece, and goes to shake his hand, right? Right. It's the most natural thing in the world. Of course do. it is. Yep. It's this sort of, <gasps> across the studio. And he, oh, oh, no, no, can't do that. And he's, they were he's like, ah. but, it is, but it is that weird thing. Like, a year ago, yeah. you would never have thought, you know, oh, well done, mate. Excellent. You know, it's yeah. what we do. We've been conditioned. It's a weird thing, really. When You, you know, yeah. and you think, 12 months ago, even, you would have been, sorry, you have to, yeah. you know. Take now, your mask off, yes. You find yourself going around supermarkets if somebody's not got a mask on, holding your breath when you walk past them. Absolutely, and even I, I go. I what I've started doing more is going for walks and getting what they call fresh air because I'm like being stuck in these four walls as such. And I found myself going to a local park, for example, which is a huge, wide open space. But the paths are set out where the paths are and all this kind of. So I think the, the paths are like four meters wide, 
I found myself, and I've noticed as well other people, I about to approach each other, and yeah, we'll do the kind of body, you know, the huge Princess Street on a Saturday morning. How it used to be. But we, we, we do say hello, or I, do, I wouldn't even know them, but we'll say hello through the mask or learning to smile with your eyes. Well, it is that, and it's uh, certainly at start lockdown last year, you know, before March 23rd last year, I could go for a walk with the dog and yeah. see nobody. I mean, literally, sure. we're quite, you know, we're, we're, we're not rural, rural, but we're no. quite... But you're kind of secluded, you're, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. We can, we, we can, you know, we can walk up a path and not pass another person. Yeah. However, after March 23rd, for the first few weeks, everyone was at home, everybody was doing out for, and went out for the walk, and it seemed to be everybody went out at the same time. So you Absolutely. see more people in the village than I've seen in five years. You know, <laughs> I, I know, I know, I know. Uh, but it is that weird thing of, you know, I, I hope, I really hope going forward, once this is, you know, whatever normality is going forward, because I think normality will be different, certainly for a very long time. So, yeah. I, I really hope we can start to appreciate what we didn't have for so long. So whether that is going down to the pub for a well-curated pint or whether it's yeah. popping into a shop, you know, I mean, there's so many shops shut now. Yeah that aren't deemed necessary that you think oh god i'd love to pop in and look at the cards or you know that sort of stuff you know that it's little we're missing that tactile isn't it that, that touching things it's holding well, each other it's holding loved ones it's it's holding it's, yeah. it is very true that tactile thing i mean i don't know if it's still quite as strict but i do remember reading something about waterstone's books uh that if you know you quite often you go to a bookshop and you'll pick up a book and you'll thumb through it and go, oh, that's not going to put it back. Happen, if you did that, you had to put that book on a shelf and then it would go away for three days. Sanitary, yeah. And then, yeah. then it could come back on the shelf. And you think, God, so if there was one of that book left and you came in and said, have you got blah, 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 by so-and-so, they would go, well, we do. Mm-hmm. But somebody touched it yesterday, so you're not allowed to get it till Tuesday. You know, and you think, what? Um, so, yeah, I really hope... I really hope going forward that as a as a species we can start to appreciate those little things. You know, that we I want to share a, an act of kindness with you, Kevin, and everybody else listening. Is so we all know we had snow in the UK a few weeks ago. So I was sitting in the house here on Sunday just past, and I heard a huge clatter, and then my car's in the driveway, and I looked out, and the snow came off the roof and hit the back of the car. Um, so the windscreen wiper, the rear windscreen wiper, was facing at the six o'clock position, if you like, rather than three o'clock or whatever. Um, I'm like, okay, well, the car's not, there's no broken glass, nothing, I can live without a rear window wiper. I then went on to the make of the car's forum that I'm on, on a a social media site, and uh, I just clicked in, how do you, you know, how do you fix this, how do you repair this? Someone then messaged me, said, I have a rear window wiper housing and all the jiggery bobbins that you need for it. Now, they're based in Devon. And I think, oh, that's fantastic. Please tell me how much you got for possibly packaging. And like, no, 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 not at all, not at all. I said, but I insist, please. Say, no, I want to share a bit of kindness with someone. And and I, I got the message yesterday. So I got the parcel got delivered yesterday. And I just opened the parcel. It was like getting a credit present from Santa. You know, it was a free, a free gift. I then messaged the person. I said, "But you're very, very. Are you sure you don't want money for postage packages?" No, of course I don't. I just want to make someone happy, and that actually gives me goose pimples thinking yes. about that because I, I think trying to be a positive individual. I think that kindness is certainly been 
I think people have learned to be a bit more kinder, I think. And I think past I, year or so. I think they have. I, I, do, I was reminded, I think it was Monday was the anniversary of Caroline Flack. Yeah. And there was the be kind message seemed to be prevalent immediately after that. And then there seemed to be this sort of swing back. Why? Who trolls a man who did that? Who, yeah. who, who raised, was it 33 million pounds? One of the pounds. biggest acts of kindness that one could Warping. do. Who sits at their keyboard and trolls somebody like that? I mean, that that side of things, you know, the B the B kind of thing. I thought really in this, you know, the yes, there's definitely there's definitely acts random kindness, and this they happen in the village here. Nice things that you, mm. that should really make you go, oh my god, that's so nice. You know, it should really just be natural. You know, to say yeah, I'll take you. You know, I'll, well, there's certain things you could do before that maybe you can't do at the moment. Like yes, yeah. I'll take you for a walk, but yeah, you yeah. can't. Can't go in people's houses and you know that sort of stuff. But it did. I was very saddened to hear that people somewhere had thought it was acceptable. To, I, I've always associated that sort of um, uh, what's the word, the trolling thing, as being a bit like somebody who vandalizes your car. Yeah, yeah. Because they're not, they, you know, like surely if you were to vandalize the car, the whole point of doing it is so that you, as the vandal, can see the person coming out for a reaction. And, yeah. Oh my god, what have they done to my car? But they're not. They all scratch the car and then go away. So what's the point? You know, and it's the same with trolling. You're not going to be there to see the person's face going, Oh my god, I can't believe they've written that about us. Yeah. Yeah. So what pleasure do, there must be something they get out of being just nasty. An actual <laughs> an actual fact the people who are affected by this are the put of the family of yeah. the, the chap that passed away. You know, and, who, there is that keyboard warrior element, and and the, yeah. the, the, the um, yeah, sorry, maybe being a bit more pessimistic. I, I definitely, even here, there was definitely some people in the first lockdown who really enjoyed it. You know, who really were the ones who oh, so and so's been out for two walks today, and you know that sort of stuff. And you think, yeah. are these the people who would have been the collaborators? You know that sort of thing. Absolutely. You know, yeah. Definitely some people who absolutely loved being the wee busybody at the curtain. Oh, the curtain twitcher, yeah. yeah. You know, that sort of stuff. That's a bit sad. Yeah. Um, that's that's not nice, but um, but I think that's human nature. I think there's, there's always going to be... I noticed there was something, and why I have this on my Facebook page, I don't know. It probably accounts for why I have 36,000 unread messages on my phone, but... Which, side note, terrifies me, Kevin. Yes, again, I, let's continue. I'm not helping you, 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 you at all, but um, the... Uh, uh, this was a thing for Sky free ads. Right. So quite a lot of areas have these things. You know, you get the, the ads of people saying, you know, I've got a, you know, bags of coal if somebody wants. Yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so for some reason, I think it must be through Funbox. We must have advertised on this or been on. You know, anybody wants to see a show. So I still have this on. Somebody yesterday came on saying, "Oh, sorry, can anybody tell me if the rules have changed? Because uh, I've just passed by a very large camper van on a road up here in Sky." What was interesting to see was the amount of people who then replied saying, this is nothing to do with free ads. This is just you with an agenda coming on this Absolutely. site. Absolutely. You know yeah. full well. If you want to find out if the rules are changed, go on Google and ask, have the rules changed. Why are you coming on a free ads just to basically snitch on somebody who's, you know, come on. They're saying, for all you know, it could be a key worker who has to live in a mobile home Absolutely. because there's no combination on Sky. You know, so why are you coming on? You know what I mean? You think, yeah, what is their agenda? Sitting mm-hmm. going on a free ad site saying, I've just seen the camper van. Mm-hmm. What's in it for them? I don't know what the point of it was. Sort yeah, of thing. yeah. And, and, and for- 
quite a lot of people jumped on it and said, this shouldn't be on this page. It's nothing to do with free ads. Take it down, yes, exactly. I think they prefaced it by saying, oh, please, please, you know, um, delete if not not appropriate. They knew already if it would be appropriate. You know it's not appropriate. Absolutely. human beings sometimes are weird. (laughs) Some human beings are very, very naughty at times, aren't they? Yes. Um, But we have seen some human beings who have... um, who have obeyed by the rules by, as such in the last year or so. And I think that's, that's you know, I mean, uh, my my daughter lives in Glasgow, the, mm-hmm. the, the nurse, she mm-hmm. and her husband have both been kind of at the front line and they really have played by the rules mm-hmm. uh, all the way through. And, for you know, especially for them and, you know, for, for people who play by the rules, seeing people going out and having parties and, yeah. you know, and just playing devil's you know devil may care with the rules and that yeah. it's very frustrating absolutely um, but yes the rules are there for a reason so yeah i probably i have and it is you know got, I've, there's definitely days where i've gone i have not left yeah the village mm-hmm. for two weeks not even yeah. you know to do shopping or anything like that. you know and that's when you start thinking wow this really has changed the mileage on the <laughs> on the car and you know we have a company van right. that is on the drive at the moment. Right. Must be going. What have I done? Why? Why? Why is it not using me? He used to do twenty thousand miles a year, and it's imagine. It's, yeah. it's done. I'd be surprised if it's done four grand, four thousand miles this year. Wow. Even I'd be it's surprised. Like, if it's done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that side of it is definitely. And that was. Did they not find with the with the first set of lockdowns the um, pollution levels were falling hugely in, in China and Italy yeah, and stuff. They, they dropped massively. I remember the, um, oh gosh, it wasn't the Dead Sea. It was a, 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 an area of water where, was it the Danube? Where you, no, sorry, I, I can't lie. It was in Venice, where you can actually see the fish. Yes, the dolphins. The dolphins yeah. in the in Venice. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I, was, I was overwhelmed, but I was really happy when I heard that story. I'm thinking, I'm happy, that was great, that's positive. But when we go back to normal... Is it then going to be go back to the, the the muddy waters of lovely, beautiful Venice? Slightly worries me is that there will be there will certainly be an element of people who will once things go back to normal mm. will go mental, you know. And you could see that yeah. even after the first easing when the pub started opening, there was people just going nuts, you know. Yeah. And you think it's really is this what you really you drink been, that much? Is <laughs> a know? drink, you know. And you could if you really wanted to. You could get a drink at home. Is it more the fact that you have fights in the street that you've been missing? And that yeah. sort of, you know, that's the sort of element. But there was, I think that will happen again. As soon as the pubs open, there'll be people just go absolutely nuts. Um, and that, I think for the environment, that might, might be people just burning fossil fuels because they can at the end. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I hope not, because there will be a, very much a positive for the environment as a whole. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Human beings have been contained. <laughs> I was looking at statistics on the, it was used to be, I think it was still until last year, the most polluted road in Scotland, that's St John's Road in Carthorpen, not too far from me. And um, it was very, it was, I remember talking about this a couple of years ago, and it was the most polluted road in Scotland. And last year, due to the lockdown, still a very, very busy road, you've got the, the main buses going from Edinburgh to Glasgow, the 900s and all this kind of jazz. But the, the pollution has came down. I've actually a friend of mine who's, who deals with pollution who's coming on the podcast in a few weeks' time, so no doubt we'll, t- we'll, we'll touch on that. But yeah, it came down 
um, drastically, you know, uh, because everybody, well, those who work in offices or whatever, they'd be working at home. Um, yes. And who they don't have to share, share cars. I, I've also heard that these large companies, who are going to go unnamed, but they're saying to their employees, you know what, just stay at home because we don't have to pay for the heating of a building or the rent of a building or rent of landlines or, 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 or the or kind of gigantic ovens that comes with, with that. Instead, work work from home for the for the foreseeable, i.e., in twenty twenty two, perhaps. Definitely, a, a, a friend of my brother's who runs a business in London, mm-hmm. offices, and he had always been very anti people working from home because he thought you didn't get the same productivity and they were distracted and blah 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 blah. Well, his arm was twisted because he had to let people work at home, mm-hmm. and he suddenly went, oh. Okay, I'm getting just as much productivity at my work team. Why am I paying for this vastly expensive building in London? Absolutely. Um, I think there's going to be huge amounts of real estate um, office spaces that will become available after this because, you know, people are suddenly going, actually, this is much better. I mean, a mate of mine um, down in, he lives down in Richmond Way. Right. He, he had to travel into London and quite often to Europe quite a lot right. to on the, the Eurostar. Of course, he wasn't allowed to do this. He's, he's you know, he's a hedge fund man. You know, it's... Right. Anyway, he... Uh, the amount of money he was saving monthly on travel... Yeah, yeah. I think was like five... I'm sure he said it was something ridiculous, like five grand a month. A month? Oh, my God. On travel. Because uh, he was travelling into London. Right. Either by car and then parking or by train. And it was... It was insane the amount of money he was saving so he was even thinking hmm, hmm. Maybe. so yeah i think you know if that if that changed that would be i think for humanity be i mean uh, to be to to be fair most of my work when i'm not on stage mm-hmm. is tied to this computer yeah yeah so you know in that respect it's not like i had to suddenly go oh, i need to create a workspace that yeah. can't get to the office yeah. you've always from the start of funbox worked from my homes so yeah. for that that thing wasn't as big a change for us that was just kind of that was kind of the same because yes, quite until yeah. i got a dog we'd gone four years without a dog i literally was tied to this computer more right. than night. but now the dog i want out oh, twice you to beat your negatives. one one thing i do want to do is uh throw a couple of questions your way as a throw there. Well, that's one that's another positive of lockdown. that's another positive indeed it is. So, is your cat still with you no there's three right somewhere, but no. Oh, okay, they're out playing. Okay. I'm used to see them in daylight. They usually don't surface till the, 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 the lights go. So I've got ten questions in front of me. I'm going to ten. ask you two. Oh, go, go yeah. ten. Okay, go for ten. Let's go crazy. First of all, are you ready? Boom, boom, boom. Number one. What is Captain America's real name? Steve. You got the first bit right. Steve Rogers. Yes. Fanfare. Ta-da! That was a fanfare. Thank you. I put the spotlight on myself. It's pointless seeing this as an audio podcast. <laughs> I, can, I can add it in the edit. Um, who is the name of the altered eagle? Peter Parker. That is the one. And I'm even I'm even ticking them as if I'm at school. I'm some like a teacher. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, want, I want my score at the end. So. Oh, you will. You will. Don't you worry. What city? You'll get this one. You'll get this one. What city does Batman protect? Gotham. Like that. Yeah. Next question. Completely different off the off the superhero thing. Who won at the weekend 
between France and Ireland at the Ruggers, otherwise known as rugby? France did. Ah, merci. That was that was French for uh, well done. That, that was well done for Kim. Now, are you a fan of Harry Potter? Uh, yes. You so probably, I was going to say you could maybe see them. I can see in the background. In the background on my bookshelf. What is the name of the first Harry Potter book? Well, in this country. Oh, right, okay. And the Philosopher's Stone. <laughs> it is. I'm glad you clarified it because my, through my massive amount of um, work to find these questions, yes, uh, it was in this country. Well done. Yes, that's on. Americans, because Americans... What space movie did Stanley Kubrick, Kubrick, Kubrick direct? 2001, Space Odyssey. Or Oddity, even. I think it's Odyssey. You're right, it could be. Odyssey. I'm getting Odyssey. confused with David Bowie, Space, Odyssey. space Oddity. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, okay. The colour of the couch on the Friends programme Central Park. Central Park, rather. Know the one in the cafe, yeah. or the cafe, as we say. I'm going to say a sort of terracotta colour. Very close. I would, I would take that. It's orange. It's orange. Oh, there you that's, go. That's bad. That's a tick. That's a tick. If the other one was one. <laughs> now you've mentioned about cats. Why? <laughs> this is a. I'm thinking it's a joke here somewhere. But... No, there's not. It's like it's a proper question I found on the uh, on a on a large search engine. Yeah. Why do parrots talk? Why do parrots talk? Why do we talk? Oh, to com- to communities? Exactly. Yeah. It's one of these bizarre things. It's like, well, that's true, because the why do cats meow? Why do dogs bark? What, what did the fox say? Now, I'm... <laughs> what I've heard is that farm cats don't meow. They don't. So cats that are kind of feral, right. like, you know, they don't meow. The meow, cat, cats meow right. for human beings, so they've kind of learned to meow. This could right. be rubbish, but I'm no, sure no, I'm, I'm going with it. This is brilliant. But apparently, cats meow to communicate with us to right. tell us what we need. Yes. Whereas the cats on the farm, you know, like a feral cat that lives in the, you know, there's a mouser and all that and doesn't right. interact with humans. They don't meow. They don't need to. Mm. Would their meow be something along the lines of meow? You put some fertilizer, kind of thing. Maybe like that. Maybe you never know. But I'm sure. I'm I'm, please write and tell me this is something I dreamt. But I, I sure I heard somewhere that sort of while you know feral cats don't because it would give their position away as well. You know, a cat in its a kitten mewing would give away its position to predators. But for humans, they're safe and they meow because they can. You know, they 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 just say, "I want food. Feed me. Feed me. Feed me. Feed me. Feed me. Feed me. Feed me." So they <laughs> that's why they meow. In fact, one would say you wouldn't want to let the cat out of the hat. No, no. I must yeah. remember that. Well, I'm going to say Lord Byron. You know what? That is absolutely correct. That is correct. She, 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 do you have any Do you have any stories about Lord Byron? Actually. Well, Lord Byron, uh, I'm sure he had a pet bear that he kept. Now, I'm going to get the college wrong. Was it was he Oxford or Cambridge? I can't remember which Wait, one. Okay. It was one of those big college, big unis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he apparently kept a bear as a pet in his dome. Wow. I'll keep him warm, I suppose, in a possibly, cold night. He possibly, and I may be again making this up, I'm sure he studied at the grammar school in Aberdeen, but I might be making it up. 
I'll go with it. That sounds oh, uh, Shelley. Who was it? I don't know. It was one of those. Well, we'll go with it. We'll go with it. Last question. Who can believe the tank? Uh, okay, are you ready? Yeah. Which of these cities is not one must repeat not on the Danube? Is it Bucharest? Is it Bratislava? Or is it? I'm going to go with Bucharest. <gasps> <gasps> That is cool. And at the same time, as your dog walks in at the same time. Look at that tail. Talking about cat. By the way, that was 10 out of 10. Well done, well done, well done. Round of applause. We we would we did have regular fun box uh, team quizzes. So we do one each week. Um, we, we had a fun box quiz. Uh, and uh, some of them were quite technically involved, as in we had like pictures and images and stuff like that, and others were less so. But um, <laughs> I'll just say, because you probably won't hear this, Gary's was an absolute disaster. <laughs> now, I did watch one, I think, but none of, one, it was really terrible. None of, none of it worked, but it was hilarious. But um, yes, it was, he tried to add pictures and stuff like that, and none of them worked. It was just, and then eventually he lost signal. It was just Gary sort of frozen. <laughs> It got us through a lot. It got us through a lot. The quizzes and all that were great. Did you know that cats have more bones in their body compared to humans? I did not know that. Cats have 250 bones in their body. And humans have... 206 humans have. I should know this because I did this in a song, but I I got that wrong. So you could have asked me that question. I could have... have... So that's essentially still 10 out of 10. So is that time for doggy walks now since since the dog just walked in? She's roused, and it's probably the time she 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 did have a big walk earlier on uh, with met one of her pals. I tell oh, you, she's, really? Well, she's a, she's an Australian labradoodle, and oh. I think that doodles recognise other doodles. I swear they know other dogs like them, and they right. just play and play. So there's one of her chums around the corner who's a cockapoo. Right. Uh, the two of them see each other, and it's just like yeah. And they just... Final thoughts before we say au revoir on this podcast. Yes. Be nice to each other. Be yeah. kind. And and try and try and I know there's there's well, yes, I mean there'll be people were you ever asked, do you know anybody who's had coronavirus? Were you ever asked that? Because I was asked that by people who I think thought it was all made up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These are the worst, definitely people who maybe it has not affected in any way, shape, or form. Um, but yes, just be 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 nice, be, people. You know the indomitable human spirit, uh, and hopefully we can we can all get back to doing the little the little things that we've missed. Yeah. You know the the, the the tactile things, as you said, the the, the shaking hands, the the high fives, the cuddles, the hugs. You know, and just just interacting as a species, that's the bit that's really been taken away. You know, when you yeah. take that away, you suddenly realise, wow, you know, we, we are quite a sociable creature. Yeah, yeah. Um, the programme to be sociable, aren't we? Yeah, and I think when you take that away, there's certain people who will have um, revelled in the fact that they don't have to interact with other human beings. There, there's definitely people like that. Yeah. Possibly, you can say my my big brother's probably not really spotted that much of a difference. But you know, there's 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 definitely people who will have not really had any impact from the coronavirus thing because they don't mix that much with other people. But yeah. even now, there must be people who are going. You know, oh, I need to just go and have a you know a cake in a shop or a, you know, just know. Little, little things. A small know. basic thing. And when you're in the shop, say hello to someone. 
Well, even just, you know, even here quite often, you know, there'll be, a, you know, I'll go. And we've always got the Hanforth Parish Council Zoom meetings to look forward to. So, and they're always a, a ban the laugh. They're great fun. Make the standing orders and understand them! <laughs> Genius. In two years' time, that will mean nothing to anybody. But no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, one day we'll look back and say, remember COVID? And go with that laugh. Because we're well, really presumably like people, you know, the, 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 it's not the first pandemic. I don't suppose it would be the last one. I suppose the last one that was really massive was the Spanish flu. So yeah. people will look back on that and went, wow, do you remember that? And, yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. through it. And we shall overcome, as it were. We, we got there eventually. So, Ed McLeod. Always a pleasure, never a chore. Thank you, sir. Nice to speak to you. Stay safe. I will, um, I will. Yes, I, I must come to St John's Road at some point. It's been a long time since And I breathe went. the air, because it's nice and... Um, it's nice well, and, it's I, nice. I used to... I was in college at Queen Margaret when it was atop the hill. Which is so nice wax, of course. Do, exactly. I do that route every morning in the 26th bus. Yeah. Uh, yes, happy days. Enjoy. Thank you, sir. Speak to you very, very, very soon. And... Um, all the best for the very future. And as we say in these day, in this day and age, still after a year, stay safe and keep washing. Your-